Google Gaga. It's the Airbus Podcast, baby. I, uh, baby wants his num nums. I'm Peter, <laughs> and I'm Mike. Happy basketball, everybody. Uh, happy, happy basketball. And that's Jamel. The baby, baby num num is Jamel. Uh, That'd be me. That's not a new host on the show. This baby is want- very cute and distracting today. Um, but you know what? This is a podcast about basketball, not baby skitball. So let's uh, get some business out of the way because we got a very special guest uh, to talk all about the WWE playoffs coming up. Uh, but first, if you want to support the buds, go to patreon.com slash pod. $5 a month gets you bonus episodes, gets you access to our Discord, gets you all kinds of other bonus content. I hear there's more uh, in the criminal podcast system coming your guys' way. Not only that, there's a... Uh, um, what do you call it? Like a, a spinoff coming of In the Criminal yeah. Podcast System. We got spinoffs. Hey. We're expanding the Dick Wolfiverse. Talking a little New York undercover. Sabrina, the In the Criminal Podcast System is the uh, Patreon exclusive show that Peter and Jamel do where they recap Law and Order. Uh, and uh, as someone who doesn't really watch Law and Order, one of my favorite things to listen to, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, go to patreon.com slash Pod. And then if you can't do that, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please give us five stars. We need them. Uh, if you leave a review, maybe we'll read it on the air, but not today because I didn't have one queued up, and that's my fault. Thank you for admitting your wrongdoing. Can we make our Twitter banner the one, the five-star review that's like, it sounds like these guys all kind of hate each other? <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good one. Oh, on it. a side note, hey, Peter, is it rude that I'm smoking weed in front of your baby? No, he lives in Brooklyn, man. He smells more weed than any yeah. other child anywhere else in the country. And it is like, it's still black people in your part of Brooklyn, too, so. Yeah. So it's not a bunch of dudes looking like me, just juking <laughs> their, uh, their blunts all around, yeah. Well, guys, we have a great guest. Uh, she is a returning champion. She covers women's basketball for SB Nation. Please welcome back Sabrina Merchant. Hello. Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, been a been a few minutes, man. Thanks. Been for a minute. Me. Yeah. I mean, a, a baby has appeared since the last time I yeah. was on this podcast. <laughs> I feel like, uh, like last episode, our guest was a stork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you all laughed. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, and that's Charlie. We didn't introduce Charlie, did we? Say hi, Charlie. Say hello. Oh, it would have been so cute if he did something on cue. No, that's oh, not how will. this works. He will uh, Sabrina, how have you been? How's it uh, going? I'm, I'm doing okay. Uh, you know, just uh, watching WNBA all the time, every day. It's literally all I do now. It's great. Yeah. Well, we're a day late with the playoffs starting, but it, it, it already starting off in exciting fashion. Yeah, I mean, yesterday's games were uh, just about the most fun I've had since I got COVID last week. So, yeah, yeah really great time watching. <laughs> and COVID's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah real hoot, <laughs> you know, just a nonstop party. Um, but nothing like watching uh, Sabrina Esco and Maureen Johannes. So, yeah. <laughs> what NBA uh, playoffs, the B5 of COVID strands. <laughs> what was more impressive to you, the Liberty upsetting the sky or uh the mercury not losing by 50 good question um 
had the Mercury not suffered another season-ending ailment, I would have probably said the Mercury. But no, nah, definitely New York. Definitely New York. Yeah. Yo, I've never seen a team. I've never seen a sports team look more distraught, defeated, upset, beside themselves than when Shea Petty went down. Like, What's crazy is like Phoenix should be really unlikable, right? Like they've got Diana Taurasi, who is just incredible villain energy. Uh, they've got Sophie Cunningham, who if you've checked out her Twitter account, it's very clear where she stands on very many things. Yeah. Uh, not yeah. with us. Not with us, right? And yet I find myself so s- sympathetic to everything that is happening with this team. Um, I mean, they even have Skylar Dickens-Smith, who is maybe the most disliked point guard in the WNBA. Uh for reasons I cannot fathom, but she seems like a particularly like unpleasant person to be around. And yet, because <laughs> of you know the Brittany Griner situation, you watch them just like the whole bench in tears when Shea Petty gets carried off by Rashonda Gray. Like, how often does that happen in sports where a teammate personally carries someone off to the bench? Like, I was distraught. It was. It looked it like a getting... children's book. Oh Bro, I, I was like, if I didn't have a bet open, I'd have been like, call the game, guys. We gotta stop <laughs> this. Diamond DeShields is fully in tears. She had to take her shades off to finish crying and then go check back in the game. It was so fucked up. And then have the shades knocked off by Megan Gustafson like three plays later. Yeah. Hey, hold on. Wait. A special shout out to Megan Gustafson who did secure me my bag last night. They had Vegas winning by 16 and a half. Mm-hmm. With and Vegas was up with by 18 with 40 seconds left. You know Phoenix is only shooting one more shot. She gets fouled, hits two clutch free throws, and then Vegas dribbles out for a 16 point victory. Well, the only, reason I'm not, only reason I'm not worried is Javel, how much money did you have on that game? Two dollars. Yeah, <laughs> two bucks on that game. See, that's why that's the only reason we're not having an intervention. <laughs> I'm back, dude. Between a night one, I, come on, son. I won 700 bucks over the weekend because Liz Cambage doesn't want to play basketball anymore. Thank hey. you so much. Oh, you Another know, should, 30 last night. Sabrina, it would be lovely to hear uh, your perspective on Liz Cambage because uh, we haven't uh, talked to you about it uh, since, since the news broke. Uh, what's her deal? That's a great question. <laughs> If I knew what Liz Cambage's just deal, I would be rolling in like Jamel kind of money. Uh, but <laughs> four dollars, four dollars, yeah. three dollar bets. <laughs> uh, it seems like once again, people don't like being around Liz Cambage, and Liz Cambage also is very selective about the people she likes being around. Uh, AKA, it seems like she's a little racist and maybe a little homophobic. So. That's not a great situation to be an in Australian when you're player. No. I was about to say, and also the worst of it all is a DJ, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the worst of it all. Uh, um, I will ooh. never forget the line in the Chris Haynes article where he says, like, skills that she is said to be admirable at, including DJing. <laughs> like, just why is that the line that the agent is feeding you? And could we just not have run like one copy edit through that? <laughs> On the way out, she, she's got to book like, a weekend in Vegas. Like there's a, a lot of washed, uh, washed wide receiver energy with her, mm. like NFL wide receiver vibes. Interesting, interesting. Um, I will say, with all of the nonsense that surrounds Liz Cambage, easily the second best player on the Sparks this year. And it turns out when you lose your second best player, like 
makes it hard to win games. I think they went one and nine after she left. Uh, so and that was disappointing just as a fan of the Los Angeles Sparks. Uh, yeah. They won that first game post exit, right? Like, Oh no, no. That, they got crushed first oh, game post exit <laughs> in Phoenix. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, we, Jamel and I have, have gone to a few Sparks games uh, this season. And I think we both kind of have been having the observation all season long that like, a, she can't stay on the court. Like her conditioning looked like terrible. Awful. Um, and B, it was very clear that nobody liked her ass on that team. <laughs> like the refusing to give her the ball. She wants the ball every time down. Mm-hmm. Nobody's giving it to her. Sykes won't pass it. Jordan Canada won't pass it. Her Can and I- Hollywood weren't never in the game at the same time. Yeah, I didn't think anything could get worse than actually watching Liz like shy away from contact as she was playing basketball. But watching the Sparks without Liz somehow was worse. Yeah, it I was the s- first time she played every game. I remember the knock on her used to be she's not going to finish the season. But she played every game. I mean, until and she didn't finish. Until she didn't finish. Season. Season. <laughs> oh, right. Damn. Yeah, I guess technically, damn, y'all got me. Yeah, uh, she lived up to her reputation. Yeah, uh, do you think she'll ever play in the WNBA again? No. Do you think she'll even play for like the Australian national team? Oh no, I think the WNBA is more likely than the Australian national team. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so she's just... more likely she plays for Ni- the Nigerian national team, oh right? Like, oh boy. <laughs> All right, we got Liz Cambage out of the way uh, uh-huh. tonight. What? How? There's what is there? Two games on tonight. Yeah, Dallas Wings a... versus the Sun and the Mystics versus the Storm. Can we just recap on like uh, what like the New York Chicago game? Was that yes, like a big oh, sure. why that was such a big deal? And also because well, I'm in... I'm I'm living in New York Liberty um, Mecca right now. I'm I'm just down the street from the uh, the house that Sabrina built. So um, would love to just know uh, about my team that I'm picking up and following right now. Yeah, as as your kid attempts to make out with you. All right. Bro, so, we are we, this is Tom Brady house, all right? I know you I know you've read all of Tom Brady's uh memoir drafts. I know. Child rearing books. Yeah, yeah. Uh it was a big deal because obviously it's a this is the first year of the reformat. So it's actually a real series in the first round. And you know, a two seed defending champ losing to a team with a below 500 record coming into the playoffs. But I like, I picked New York to win last night because they got, they just got their whole team back and they've been playing playoff basketball for a month. This is always how a higher seed gets upset. Just yeah, exactly. Chicago is like very uninspiring too. When you are like, are playing must win by games for like the last two months. Yeah, New York has basically played every other team in the playoff chase for the last nine games of its season. So they've all been pseudo playoff games. And and like Jamel said, they just got their whole team back. Like Benajelani has played five games all season and she is maybe their best player. Like, no, I, I think that's disrespectful to Sabrina, but uh, she was their best player last year and is really, really good. Um, this isn't a normal seven seed. Like this is a team that kind of looks like as good as the top five to me, it just so happened that they lost every game at the start of the season because nobody was healthy and Maureen Johannes hadn't come over from France yet. And you put that girl in and like, 
like I know there's like actual like basketball analysis to be had here, but she is just fun. Like there's nobody who plays with the flair of Maureen Johannes. She just does wild shit all the time. Like the way she releases her threes with like that one leg kicked out. Um, all of the ridiculous, audacious passes that she attempts. I mean, we're going to be watching that loop of her with the two hands behind the back to Natasha Howard for just months. Come on. I thought Natasha was going to dunk that shit, bro. <laughs> it was crazy. Also, they've got a couple players with championship experience. Dolson, Natasha Howard. They both got rings. And, I mean, Sabrina seems like a pretty good leader of it all. Like, when they started doubling her, like... New York had one of the worst third quarters I've ever seen. They're getting trapped. Couldn't stop uh, Azrae Stevens on the other end. And it seemed like they was going to lose by 20. But then they started going through Benajia instead of Sabrina. Obviously, she's a willing passer. They're just a really good team. And they're like nine deep. Yeah, and there's so many like good storylines. Like like you mentioned, Steph Dolson wins a title with Chicago and goes to be that veteran player on New York. And... Sandy Brondello had to coach against the Sky in the finals last year and obviously lost. And her husband was an assistant coach on the Sky and now coaches with oh. her on New York, which is great. So they've got all that inside intel on Chicago. And, I mean, just more Marine, the better. Like, it's it's so, so good watching her play. And Chicago's sleepwalking out there, man. Come totally. on. They're just, yeah. they seem like they don't really care. I don't like, know if I that's was, fair to say, but. I was joking at the end of the season that I thought they were tanking for the better second round matchup. Um, but they if they were like really trying to tank for the best matchup, they should have just lost to Phoenix in the last game of the season because then they could have played Phoenix in the playoffs. And again, all due respect to Phoenix, who plays very hard, and I have just enormous amounts of empathy for everything the Mercury have gone through. They are just a shell of a team compared to what New York can put out there. It is crazy what the Mercury have gone through this year uh, between Brittany Griner, Tina Charles, uh, injuries, crazy shit. I mean, like, I can't think Kevin of like Durant never used a clown emoji on Steve Nash on Twitter, did he? No. No, I don't They're think Kevin Durant... No, he just does that to his face <laughs> just every to his day. Face. Yeah. Okay, so that's... Uh, nobody that likes. worse? <laughs> I, I was telling Peter yesterday, I think to your face, is, that's where you want it. Okay. Right in your face. He just draws Honestly. a clown emoji on a notepad and shows it to him? <laughs> no, he just, like, puts clown makeup on Steve. <laughs> Okay, but so you believe this too, that nobody on Phoenix likes their head coach? Oh, no, I think Diana definitely likes the head coach. And the head coach has decided that she, if, is, if she's going to pick a side, she's going to take Team Diana over Skyler because that has better potential longevity rewards. Um, I'm not saying I agree with it. I think you should obviously try to engage all of your players at the same time. But like, if Dee and Skyler don't like each other and you choose Team Tarazi, like, I get it. I mean, Jamel has to pick who he likes every episode between Mike and I, so it totally makes sense to us. I do alternating weeks based on uh, where the moon is. Mm. You can just like Peter. Or Charlie's present, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie swings it, and yeah, Benner doesn't want anyone to like him, so I just usually go with Peter. <laughs> it's true. Um. What do you think the odds are of uh, of the the Liberty pulling off an upset over this guy? Uh, obviously, like you said, they're not a typical seven seed. Could they be like uh, the the Warriors of of last season, where they kind of get their team back together right at the right time, coast to a bunch of wins, and then maybe have like an easy path 
through the playoffs to get to the finals? Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to win game two. I think this is definitely going to three at Barclays. Uh, I would not be surprised by either outcome there just because, like, this, these three, like, they had three matchups this season that were basically decided between, like, two possessions and the Liberty performing well against them, like, does not betray anything that happened during the regular season. Uh, I'm not ready to pick against Chicago just yet because like Candace Parker is a fucking menace and like they still have Kalia Copper who was unguardable and Courtney Vandersloot like basically didn't show up for the first three quarters and they were still in it the entire way I mean like if Azari Stevens makes one layup during that run at the end of the game like the entire momentum of this game shifts right and she was absolutely stellar basically the entire game up until that point so I'm not convinced that Chicago's out of it like they had a bad game which is interesting because like the last playoff format didn't allow this guy to have any bad games, right? Like they had to win two single elimination games just to get into the series rounds of the playoffs last year. Can we be honest though? And I know this is an improvement, Mm -hmm. but is, I mean, a three game series is basically still almost like a one game (laughs) playoff. Okay. Why does the road team get game three? Because it's gotta be two, one or one, two. They just can't afford to have travel 1-1-1. Because, like, imagine if, like, let's say New York had fallen to the eighth seed and it was Vegas versus New York. Like, are you going back to Vegas and New York on commercial flights back and forth for three games? Like, that's just not going to happen. Honestly, every member of my family had a flight canceled in the last two weeks. So it would have been a total disaster. Like, if it were conference playoffs again, I would totally be down with 1-1-1. But as long as it's just regular seating, I think you got to do 1-2 or 2-1. I would prefer 1-2. I think um, one too. Like I know the that the game. higher seeds used to complain about that back in the day. Like that was the format during the early two thousands, and they were like, "Well, you're already starting in a deficit." But I think it's much better to start in a deficit than like not get the deciding game. Um, but then, like, I don't know. There were a bunch of coaches that were just like, "Well, this is great. Like, we can just take care of our two games at home and not have to travel at all." So, I, like, I see the value in, in all of it. Um, I don't particularly care one way or the other. I think one, two, and two on both suck. Uh, that's just kind of the problem with a three game series. Right. There's no way to yes. fix this until they let teams do charter flights. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't think we're going to get more than one game three. Yeah. I think we're going to get one game three. Mm. <laughs> so it's really not going to be a huge issue. <laughs> and so you obviously think that that is going to be. Uh, I think that's the Chicago. Chicago and yeah. Liberty. Yeah. Mm. Who you got? I mean, Seattle. I apologize, Jamel. <laughs> I what? did not have a game in Washington. <laughs> he said that's so sad. <laughs> that's how you feel, for real? Come on, man. I Okay, I, maybe I you're right. I worship at the altar of Brianna Stewart. I apologize. <laughs> Dude, this, I, your apology accepted. I think we got a shot. I don't know what's up with uh, Natasha Cloud, though. I know she was out uh, to end the year. Uh, she got Probably. hurt in the last game of the season uh, because... For some reason, the Mystics played all of their starters against Indiana, which was a choice. Um, had very strong, like, Luka Doncic going down in game 82 of the NBA regular season energy. But uh, she said, uh, I think, quote, I'm a thug. I'll be playing tonight. So that's what you want your starting point guard to say, right? <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Thug it out. Thug oh, yeah. it on out. Like, like goddamn Swiss Beats made the instrumental. Exactly. Exactly. And sure, we never win in Seattle. And yeah, the last time we went up there, we got dubbed. 
probably lost by 500 points. And yeah, they have Tina Charles now. So what? And yeah, Elena Deladon's back is partially assembled. Are you betting on this game, Jamel? <laughs> Hell no. Okay, I think we have our answer. <laughs> Hell no. Vegas already moved the line. They had uh, Seattle by four, and then they made it three and a half. You know, you know, once they start getting a half points, it's all fucked up, man. Yeah, I'm a little worried about Elena. Uh, she didn't look great at the end of the year. I mean, they lost to the Sparks for crying out loud, like the last team that was actually trying against them. Dude, that's because everybody went to Rose Bar the night before. I don't think, I think when you see the Sparks come to town, you're not, you know. It doesn't happen to anybody else, Jamal. <laughs> you're having, you're having empanadas at 3 a.m. when you see the Sparks coming to and town. And like, that flight to Seattle, I mean, Elena Deladon's a- in commercial five and a half hours across the country. Oof. That's a rough. later. Terrible. I think Do they, they give her at least flat. two seats, though. Or like, I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> like a row, you know? <laughs> They put two of those, um, the bungee cords. They bungee corded her to the top of the plane. <laughs> She's hanging like from the ceiling of the yeah. plane like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, like a box yeah. spring. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really hard to... Um, I just saw some workout video that Elena Deladon posted or someone posted of her, and I was just like, it looks like you're in so much pain just moving your back. Like I was reading David Aldridge about her the other day and it was like her game day routine starts four hours before tip off and then she's got another couple hours of like decompression after the game ends. And he's like on practice, it's much easier to get her activated. She only has to come in three hours before everyone else. And it's like, what the fuck? Like that's just to play a 30 game regular season. She must really love this game. Right. I mean, yeah. And she makes $230,000 a year for that. Yeah. The, The Jamel big bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, dude. I think all of us would get warmed up for six hours for two hundred k a year. I mean, if you can't walk the rest of the, uh, year, yeah, Peter, if it took if it took six hours to warm up for podcasting, but you got two hundred k a year. But then you couldn't really walk the rest How of the year. How many times a year? You know, thirty times. Like Jamel, you're really <laughs> underestimating how often I have to get down on the ground and pick up this baby and do a little of this, do a little of that. Right. So she makes two hundred like thirty k or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Her deal is uh, for you know three and a half, four months of work, and then has to spend the rest of the year fixing all the damage she did to herself for free before coming back and then going through the process all over again. While also making wood tables. I was about to say, shark, I feel like her, boards. I feel yeah. like her wood tabling is her physical therapy, you know? It doesn't have to move a lot. Slow, Honestly, it might be hurting her. We got, there's a lot of, like, leaning over and, like, on workbench shit, and I'm sure, I mean, I'm, she must have a custom workbench that is, like, you know, five inches higher, but that's a lot of, like, <laughs> lathing and everything. Maybe she should quit her her carpentry job. <laughs> Dude, leave her alone, man. She's fucking, she's our generation's Larry Bird. She loves basketball. She loves woodworking and she loves beers. And she loves doing the voice of her dog on Instagram. One of the best to ever do it. Wow. <laughs> Have you guys seen her shotgun apparatus that she promotes? No. It's like a no. To- it looks, it's like a super soaker that you put a beer in. Oh my God. And I'm- it, it shotguns the beer for you. 
how does everybody not know about this? Like, why is she so poorly marketed? I don't understand. I have no idea. I saw a video of her on a golf course, shotgunning, pump shotgunning a beer into her mouth, set to Back in Black by ACDC. Oh, it's like a keychain thing. It's like what? the thing. It's like the size of like a super soaker. It's like a. Is she selling oh. this, or is she is she like yeah. just is it SponCon for like her Instagram? I think she's sponsoring or some shit or some shit, some type of shit. I I'm gonna I'm gonna order all of us one if I can find it. <laughs> Thanks, dude. I look. I have to find it now. Uh, you know, bad time to bring it up in the middle of the show, but I assure I mean, no. you, this is real. <laughs> I, once I'm we're fascinated. All, once we're all done with COVID, we're gonna get together and. <laughs> And uh, and shotgun beers into each other's faces. I'm putting the link into the the chat of this. Uh, this oh, session. He, yeah, see, he got it. Beautiful. Thank you, Peter. It looks like a a super soaker that on purpose shoots you instead of comes out the front, and it's yeah. beer. Yeah, it's a natural light. That's really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I am excited about it. Damn. Like once again, I'm just disappointed that there is something awesome happening with the WMA player that I have no idea about because my Twitter isn't just what oh, this is cool. Yeah, it's why <laughs> well, you come on the earbuds to learn about the WMBA after dark. <laughs> come on, man. if you will. Come on, man. Dark web. This the, it is interesting I may have though to change my Seattle Storm Washington Mystics. <laughs> come on, man. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> This is what I'm saying. We got a shot, man. Part of her four-hour Alicia Clark routine. is crushing this. <laughs> Killing her... beers online. They all love beers. It's yeah, great. Alicia Clark is awesome. Yeah. There are so many fun, interesting uh, WNBA players uh, that are doing cool, fun shit. Uh, but then you watch the All-Star Game, and their halftime show is basically a PowerPoint presentation about like the financials of the league. No. It's like, why don't they just... Do a fucking video piece on Elena Del Don slamming beers. I, like, oh my god, yeah. they're not capable of having fun as a league yet. No, if, even their fun All Star Saturday event, they just don't invite people to. <laughs> How much money would it take for the league to just be everything you wanted it to be? I think like, about this with the that Sparks much money a lot, um, just because it's local and like they're owned by the Dodgers. <laughs> Right. Like it's kind of ridiculous that they operate as a franchise that has no money because the Dodgers could literally just take one of the zeros off of Mookie Betts' paycheck and do everything they wanted for the WNBA. And yet they don't, which is asinine. Um, and I think the fact that like nobody knows they own the Sparks kind of prevents them from any of like the residual embarrassment of owning such a shitty professional franchise. But like, okay, so Kathy says that it would take $20 million to fund charter flights in the WNBA. Do you think that's an accurate number? For sure. but and that's that's just $20 million for the current team. So, you need $20 million for charter flights. Right. I mean, so that's our starting point, right? Yeah, you need and how many more? Get a you need probably like teams. I was about to say you need at least four new teams. Yeah. Could um, you like also you're expanding the season then? But also that like inherently in talking about this, it's not like what we're talking about is just uh a, a no revenue attached. Like right. you're theoretically, you're bringing teams to like Tennessee or other areas that like actually support women's sports and will buy tickets. Um, 
although the, it's so crazy to me that like playoff games don't actually make money for WNBA teams because sometimes it costs them more just to rent the freaking arena than it does for them to sell the tickets. Uh, is bananas. Just an insane proposition. Um, the okay, business I think model the is just sparks, inherently flawed. The Sparks should play playoff games outdoors at Dodger Stadium to save some money. Oh my God, that'd be fire. That's not sweet. What are yeah. playoff games? <laughs> Oh right, we yeah. forgot. That. <laughs> well, they'll make the once Someday. they make the playoffs in five years. Oh yeah, they got God. five years to figure it out. Yeah, uh, Mookie's contract will still be going by then. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, you throw like, I mean, I just look at the people that are involved in the WNBA. Like Joe Sai is here, and um, like Joe Lega wants in. Uh, who's the Minnesota owner? Um, Mark Lore, right? Like they've got some serious cash here. I mean, you get those guys to each throw in like $40 million and like we have an entirely new business model. It's so we, Bob which would be smart, bring- right? Is it like, if you're like just some billionaire and you're like, I'm going to put 50 million into this mm-hmm. and I'm going to take an X amount of equity. That yeah. seems like a good, like a, like you could buy out the NBA. It's not, it doesn't sound like a crazy idea. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, you know Wait, so is Lake up is? trying to bring a team to the to the Bay Area? I don't think yeah, I read about that. Yeah, he's trying to bring that. one to the, the Bay. And I'm actually really rooting for it, even though I just have inherent anti-Warriors fandom, because I think his ego would prevent him from creating a bad team. That's probably Which true. It's important. Yeah. That, that weird video of him as, uh, asleep with the trophy, fully dressed. You see that one? No. See, I actually have seen that one, but I hadn't seen the Atlanta Teleton video, which is the problem. That's insane. That's insane that we've all seen homie asleep, fully dressed, waiting for Stephen A. Smith to come back to ESPN, and we haven't seen Elena chugging beer, shotgun. It's a mistake. Beer. It's a mistake. It's all wrong. It's all wrong. It's incredibly I don't know. poor allocation of resources. E. <sighs> It's because America hates women. I think we all know that. I mean, that's just like, but how do we get, how do we trick America into forgetting that it's women? Okay. So this is the problem I have. Like tiny mustaches. (laughs) Hey, it could work. Whiplash, you know, why does women's soccer succeed, but not women's basketball? Well, women's national. Are we, are we saying, NWSL is succeeding because I'm pretty sure they're about to go LA NWSL wildly more successful than the LA Sparks like we're talking like 15k at every game at the stadium well because it's a smaller stadium because they make the Sparks play at at Staples which is like even three years ago pre-pandemic we're talking like the Sparks used to average about 10k they would just close off the 300 level and fill up the lower bowl but I mean the Sparks' current crowd like wouldn't fill up like Windward Academy. Like we're not talking about the fact that it's a big building. It's just literally nobody comes. But it does seem that like women's soccer is on a growth train, and like the WNBA, even though everybody watches it on TV, I just don't see it in person. Well, two things. I thought you meant Woodward Academy. This shit, uh, Tony Hawk does. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Benner knows what I'm talking about. I thought you were talking about doing nine hundred. It was always my dream to go to Woodward, but. Uh... Oh. <laughs> he didn't uh, have any grades. I don't think he should fill that up either. <laughs> His ACTs was too good. He, they didn't let him in. 
No, I was the perfect candidate for Woodward. I was dumb as shit and, and bad with money. I should have gone to that camp. Um, Damn, son. Yeah. Uh, I guess I could still go now. I could probably afford a week at Woodward. Just go hang out with a bunch of 14-year-olds on a vert ramp. <laughs> Patreon.com backslash Airbuds pod. Give us five bucks so Banner can go to Woodward Academy. No, uh, join our, our $1,700 a month so that he can go to. Oh, yeah. If one person gives us $1,700, we can send him. Yeah. Is Remember, that actually an a, option on your Patreon? Absolutely. For sure. Go check it's it out. Five, it's five dollars or seventeen hundred dollars. It's called our all-star level, and it's a picture of Shrek and the guy from Smash Mouth Smash Mouth. And uh Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth. And the promise is we'll we'll do drugs with you if you oh. subscribe. Hmm. Yeah. Uh we'll we'll pay to fly you out after you pay us seventeen hundred dollars and we'll yeah. and we'll do a drug with you. We'll use your money to cut into a lot of the margin. That's true, right? Yeah. When we we came up with this like three years ago. (laughs) Oh, shit. We got to amend this thing. Uh, But Sabrina, you're right. It does seem like uh, the, the, like I went to an AC uh, uh, Angel City football club game the other, the other night. And it's like, they're still so new. And it's like the vibe there is just, incredible and it's you know the, the stadium was probably like 75 percent full but like you know i think that's good for even like a normal soccer game in la but this is after three failed leagues they have tried to get three women's soccer leagues off the ground and the nwsl is only getting saved because it's smart for corporations to get behind supporting women's sports now that was not the case five years ago because the NWSL last year, they had to fire half the fucking coaches for assault. Agreed. Allegations, <laughs> charges. I don't know what happened. Another one got dropped this year for the same reasons. A little more quietly. Come on. Yeah. It's rough. And I mean, and you know I love the NWSL. It's Washington Spirit. We just won the title, dude. <laughs> I'm so excited. We got Dennis Rodman's kid on our team. That's true. What? For real? Yeah. And almost no, no one talks about it. No, no, no. She's got great highlights. I've she makes those. more money than Elena Deladon. That's insane. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Her salary is higher than EDDs. Yeah. Honestly, it's un-American that <laughs> soccer is getting this popular in women's sports. Agreed. Over basketball. And didn't, uh, didn't Angel City give June Endo, like, equity in the team to play? I don't know, but that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I think they, like, to convince her to come... My friend was telling me this. She's uh, awesome, that, though. I love watching her. Yeah, I love her. She's so much fun. Yeah. Um, uh, guys, I just want to backtrack real quick. I Googled the the, the Joe Lacob sleeping with the trophy thing. It goes a little further. I'm just going to read you the full quote. I made a promise to myself that I would sleep with the trophy that night. Nicole, his fiance, and I did sleep with it. Uh, when he was asked uh, about what they did, he just said, I'll leave it to the imagination. We had a lot of fun with it. This man didn't just sleep with the trophy. I think he fucked the trophy. A little devil's three-way with uh, Bill uh, Larry O'Brien. There's, there's not even a place to fuck it. Uh, well, yeah, but there's a place for you to get fucked by it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I just, I'm. I'm I marveled at just the confidence of Joe Lake of this billionaire man uh, just telling a reporter that he fucked the trophy. Money is a disease, guys. Money is a disease. 
Um, well, don't kink shame the man. If you want to get fucked by a trophy, go ahead and get fucked by the trophy, brother. Dude. Look, I, I do not do that. Um, uh, Sabrina, ultimately, uh, what what are your predictions for the rest of these playoffs? What uh, who do you oh, think right, is coming the out of the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Took a little detour there. Uh, oh yeah. Let's see. That's us. I still think this is the Aces to lose. Um, the Aces really annoy me. They don't get up for any teams that aren't good unless Liz Cambage plays for them. Uh, and that's not really an issue in the playoffs, I guess, because once they dispatch with Phoenix, like it will be only good teams going forward. But I just think they have like Kelsey Plum is a freaking killer. She's been good mm-hmm. every playoffs that she's ever played in. Um, the fact that Asia Wilson doesn't have to be the leading scorer and can just be like this dominant room protecting hilariously disrespectful shot blocker like there's just way too much going on and then Chelsea Gray makes me super mad because she went out with two terrible playoff runs in LA and has suddenly rediscovered her clutch gene and I am offended by it personally so (laughs) there's just a lot going on in Las Vegas and I trust Becky Hammond completely so yeah I I think this is Vegas is to lose well let me let me say let me ask you this real quick the the suit jacket with the hoodie underneath have you noticed this? Yeah. The whole staff. Becky Hammond staple. Is it? Okay. So th- she's been doing this. She was doing yeah, yeah. that with Spurs? No, 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 no. no Greg Popovich would not let her do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't think Greg would have let that. That dude was in the Navy. No, no. I, I asked think... I asked personally, and it was Becky's idea, and she wanted everyone to do it. <laughs> I knew that was true, but thank God. Is she selling these? Is she trying to get her No, no. This is literally just... With the- vibe that they have in las vegas that they wanted the coaches to have that they want to look like vibe yeah is it vegas or is it like they look like okay they do kind of look like magicians (laughs) like current like new age magicians right it's it's just like a nice not super formal way of dressing up you know and the, the the teams have to match like the coaching staffs are required to match whoa so so really look this is how I'm doing it. So, like if you're not wearing suits, you're required to match. Damn, I had no idea. But if we all wear suits, I could wear a different color suit. Yeah. All right, I'm making I think everybody it's just wear suits. to incentivize more Nike apparel to appear on the screens. Oh, um, but Which, this is okay. this is a nice little workaround where I think they actually still look good. I I actually I do fuck with Becky being like fuck Nike. Yeah. I'm wearing my own, like, Macy's <laughs> little blazer. Ju- yeah, my little blazer. I look like Spider-Man. There like was a I'm point. Chilling. Yeah, there was a point where, like, you would go to a Macy's and you'd see, like, blazers with, like, hoodies sewn inside of them as, like, it was, like, a one thing. And, like, that's what this is reminding me of is, like, mid to late 2000s. Like I was about to say, yeah, this reminds me of, like, freshman year attire that I bought thinking it was a great idea. <laughs> Oh, uh, Peter, yeah. you was walking around campus? No, like high school. <laughs> yeah, dressed like Becky Hammond. Yeah, I I mean, you were forward thinking, Peter. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Way ahead of your time right there. I think she needs to add fingerless gloves to the mix mm. to like really sell the Chris Angel mind freak kind of thing. It's not a bad idea. Maybe next round. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Round by round, they start adding more pieces. More accessories. <laughs> yeah. Reverse Coco Chanel mode. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fire. Um, uh, I also think it's Vegas. It's got to be Vegas this year, man. 
It's or, it feels like it's them. I mean, I don't know. They uh, the every time thing, I watch them, I'm just marvel at how deep and dominant they are. The Mystics really seem to have Vegas's number this year. Like they swept them during the regular season, and that would be a really fun matchup. I'm just not sure if the Mystics can get past Seattle, which is the problem. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I'd be I, for it. I think Mystics uh, Vegas would be a more fun series than Seattle Vegas. Which is saying uh, something considering how fantastic that regular season game was uh, last week. I mean, it's like part of me wants Vegas to win just because it's like this team's so good. I just want the good team to get one. Mm-hmm. You know? But like, but like I think all I the other teams are good too. Connecticut is never going to win anything. I have a very soft spot for Connecticut. Huge, Connecticut's huge Connecticut amazing. They're probably going to sweep Dallas. I think I got them sweeping Dallas. No problem. Because they have Courtney Williams, the greatest women's basketball player in human history. Probably like my seventh favorite player on Connecticut, honestly. Bro, you like Elena Deladon chugging I beers? I can't stand the pull-up twos in transition. I just can't deal with them. It's she's she's like five one. It's a choice. It's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice, man. And, and yeah, a lot of them, uh, it doesn't work out. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Sure. The vibes are great, but at a certain point, my basketball sensibilities do trickle in, you know? And just, Bro, like, we, just take a couple steps back, Courtney. <laughs> I went to Sun uh, Sparks a couple weeks ago. And it's a real bummer that I didn't realize that you guys were coming to Sparks games. I would have hung out with you there. Damn. Oh, I'm, I'm always well, sitting up in the... I'm sitting up in the top of the premiere, like Phantom at the Opera style. You guys said on the floor. We did sit courtside recently. Oh, wait. Hold on. (laughs) Sabrina, were you at the Mystics game where the guy got thrown out? Yes. Oh. Those dudes were sitting literally directly next to us. They were sitting next to us. Oh, my God. Uh, We knew they were going to get thrown out before the game started. Yeah. They were they were fucking pieces of garbage. Yeah, and, we found uh, them on YouTube, and they have more followers than all of us combined yeah. times a thousand. Yeah. They are like they're, they're very like popular very individuals. Yeah, hey. racist podcasters, right? They seem Yo, to know and they were super sexist too. Yeah, don't forget that that they would show up to a WNBA game is just a really really interesting flex. They Bro, had people. Was... They had people filming them across the court. So yeah, this the minute was like they a, walked a, in, and I saw the guy behind them with the camera, I was like, oh, that's that's a problem. Oh, it was so fucked up, man. I gave one of those dudes a pound. <laughs> oh, God, it was so bad. You were just I, trying to feed the the piranhas a little piece of meat so they wouldn't eat you up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, I was just like, look, if I give you this one pound, you'll leave me alone for the rest of the game. Or I don't give you a pound, and I end up the focal point of your YouTube video. <laughs> we, for sure, in that video, I... I, I I never went looking for it. Did they ever post it? No. I don't want to see it. Yeah. I don't want to see oh it either. Well, shit, th- that was crazy. But uh, the Sun game, DJ Molsky, Alyssa Thomas was going to punch DJ Molsky yeah. in the face. <laughs> she had had enough of this dude. I really DJ enjoy Molsky when is- Molsky like, picks out the um, personalized songs for the opposing starting lineup intros. Uh, the Ain't No Sunshine for Connecticut, I thought was a good choice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. That's, he has his moments. 
He has plenty but, of moments. He he adds such an interesting element shooter. to a Sparks game. Exactly. Yo, volume. He's just got to relax when people are at the free throw line, man. I don't like his free throw line antics. No, no. It's a little bit much. So that's Not in much. the spirit of the game. I'm at the free throw line. I am on a timer. I don't have unlimited time to shoot this shot. Please don't play R. Kelly <laughs> while I'm at the fucking free throw line. The man's you know in what, prison. You know what he can do unlimited though in my uh if whenever like someone's playing a game and they're on camera, like that game where uh they have to finish the lyrics. Yeah. Uh and they're a bad singer, he just roasts the shit out of these people who are just like, I just an in arena producer asked me if I wanted to play a game and win a t-shirt, and now this man with a microphone is making fun of me in front of like ten thousand oh, people. And that's why their attendance is down. <laughs> They just got to get a smaller stadium, yo. The, every, they the, played it like the Galen Center or something. I think it would be better. Yeah. I hit the forum. A the smaller not zone for basketball yeah. anymore, though. Yeah, no. Well, not until I'd Rick rather, Russo's there. I'd rather they go to fucking Denver. Long Beach, dude. Go to the Pyramid. Oh, man. The Pyramid just has bad vibes for me after the last game there. When, oh, shit. Yeah. I don't even remember what happened. When what happened? Derek Fisher benched Candace Parker? Oh, that was oh. in Long Beach. That was at the pyramid. <sighs> that was at the pyramid. Yeah, that is that's fully haunted. Now. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm done with that. That was so, so dumb. Parker basically went on to win a championship to uh, say fuck you to Derek Fisher. Yep. Um, I feel like that was probably a motivation for her. Do you think the the aces are kind of feeling, um, like you mentioned how like they only get up to play uh, Liz Cambage teams? Uh, do you think? <laughs> They're using like Liz Cambage at all as like kind of motivation because of how she kind of walked out. No, I think it's more an F you to Bill. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I mean Bill, man, it's I like thought Bill, everybody you kept Kelsey Plum on the bench for four years. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Kept her on the bench and then didn't let anyone shoot threes. Yep. Asia Wilson's shooting thirty-seven percent on threes this year. <laughs> Was not allowed to take them. <laughs> She attempted two in her career before this year. I don't think they care that much about Liz. Like it's fun to just beat her ass during the regular season, but no, nah, I think this is a a this giant nephew to Bill Ambier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a nice, nice email headed his way after this one. That'd be nice. That's fun. Well, let's end the show on that note. Fuck you, Bill Ambier. <laughs> well, who you who, uh, who you got who you got winning the Benner? I'm not going to ask Peter because Peter Peter legally isn't allowed to watch WNBA basketball. Something happened. It's not like a, um, I put it on my television, then I have to go outside and watch it from my window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just some legal. It's not what I'm you going think. with. It's not my like New York Liberty, baby. Come on, hey, we are family. All right, I do it. No, you got it. Yep. Um, I'm going aces. Uh, they're just too. Deep uh, and dominant, and uh, love so many of the players on the team. And I love that they do kind of have this like Miami Heat type attitude on, in them this season, like where it's just kind of like, uh, I don't know. And I love Becky Hammond. Yeah, let's go. I love, I love the Russian asset, Becky Hammond. Let's go with the Aces. I'm picking the Mystics. Shut up. <laughs> Everybody, shut up. It's Mystics basketball. Yeah. I mean, if we all get the. Elena Deladon, Water Guns, and yeah, let's go Mystic. Come on. Yeah, let's do it. All we I have to do is beat one of the best assembled basketball teams ever. With four number <laughs> one picks in the starting lineup. 
two, two times. And then it's, it's easy sailing. Yeah, you got this, bro. Plus, I win 900 bucks if they win the title. So There, we there go. it is. There it is. Chamel money. <laughs> Come on. Big dollars. Sabrina, uh, while, before we get uh, get out of here, Derek Hamby, do you have any uh, inside knowledge as to like how her knee's feeling? I wouldn't expect her back until the finals. Got it. And then Akia Stokes is like surprisingly good. And I just think it, it's a nice little dimension where you don't have to force Asia Wilson to play center all the time, even though I know she's totally capable of it. But I was a little worried about their defense during the regular season. And it's just, it's just better with Kia there. Oh yeah. And LeBron James signed an extension to that thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us guys. I think we are legally obligated to uh, to mention that as a basketball podcast. Sabrina, is there anything you want to plug? Clipper Nation. She's Clipper Nation, dog. That's incorrect. I root for the Sparks and only the Sparks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unless my life is miserable. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, wait, because you were you were Clipper Nation, right? Why? Why? What happened? Also, I did cover the Clippers for SB Nation for about four years, but yeah. um, back in February, I got moved over to women's basketball exclusively. Got it. But I am a Laker um, fan. Let's make that clear. Uh, okay. It, all right. I, 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 I'm sorry for the disrespect. That's fine. I'm very much a, I'll root for the Clippers 78 games out of the year kind of fan. Uh, will they low-key be better than anyone's expecting because they're going to have three like superstars or at least in John Wall's case, a former superstar uh, like coming back after like a year of rest? I don't think the Clippers will care about the regular season whatsoever, mm-hmm. but I think they're going to be damn good during the playoffs. And I look forward to reselling some Clippers playoff tickets. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Hell Amen. Yeah. Uh, so check out uh, Sabrina on StubHub. Anything else you want to plug? I <laughs> uh, no, just uh, check out all my women's basketball stuff at swishappeal.com. That's the women's basketball site on SB Nation. Sweet. And uh, you can follow us at Airbuds Pod on everything. Uh, Airbuds Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us anything. At Nonprofit Comet for Jamel on Twitter at Danger Moses. For Peter, that's better for me. Bye.